You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. Guess what? So excited, so grateful, so appreciative, so, so thankful that uh, you made a decision to join me from all over the world. You invite me into your home, into your heart, into your car, into your ear every week. And for that, I say thank you. Uh, and uh, I believe that what you're going to hear today will really shift and change your life. Well, how are you doing today, this evening, uh, this afternoon? It might be midnight where you are as you listen to this, but I always say that anytime is the right time. Well, it is summertime, everybody here in the ATL. I'm looking out of my window. It's a windy, hot day here, and uh, I am doing really, really well. I am teaching today. This is something that God has dropped into my spirit. I am going to be your relationship therapist today. So I'm putting on my therapist hat, and I'm going to be talking about relationships, friendships, um, family relationships, love and marriage relationships, and single relationships. I hope I can get to all of that. It's going to be part, I might have to do part two, but the spirit has really been uh, just sort of uh, prodding me to use my 10 years experience as a family um, and marriage therapist counselor to bring it to you because we know we talk a lot about manifestation, right? But all of your manifestation comes from your core beliefs. So that's what we're going to be doing. So open up your heart, open up your spirit, etc. So I want you to follow me on social media. I'm having a good time on TikTok, y'all. Law of Attraction Constance, both on TikTok and Instagram. Uh, Twitter is LOA Constance. You can follow me on LinkedIn too. Forgot about LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. My YouTube channel is doing really great. As you guys know, I usually post one to two videos, short videos every week on all of those platforms. And Facebook is Coach with Constance. Um, if you feel like this show is blessing, helping, shifting, changing, what else can I say? Um, shaping your life. I want you to go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. While you're there, you can purchase my two books, Secrets of Success, and then how to really um, attract and manifest, and I'm going to even say sustain, genuine love. You know, both of my books were written it took me a couple of years to write them because I didn't want a regular book. 
you know, reading is one thing, but when you read and then you have a workbook, you read a chapter, then you do the work. To me, that really gets down to the subconscious level of who you are. So check those out. Also, check out my coaching testimonies. You guys know my uh, proven track record. I'm about results. I was telling somebody the other day, I think probably, let me get, get this right, 60% of my clients have been with me for a minimum of three years. Most of my clients have been with me four, five, six, seven. And you may say, well, how long are they going to have to coach with you? Now I have some people that may coach and they just may stop and I never hear from them. And that is certainly their journey. But people go, the Bible says we go from glory to glory. That means we go from level to level. Maybe when I first start coaching somebody, they were working on a job. And then maybe in year three, they started their business. And then in year five, they became a millionaire. So there are different levels and layers to, uh, to getting results and going through different processes, et cetera. And this is what people don't know. You know something, when things are going really good, that's when you should coach. That's a great time to coach. I coach twice a month. I can tell it's time, y'all. <laughs> it's time for me to coach with Pastor Pyrus again. I'm going to send him an email and say, hey, I need to get on your schedule. And so why do I do that? I was just telling somebody that when we did our internship as therapists, we, we were taught that you not, out, you not only counsel, you make sure you're getting counseling and coaching. Why? So you won't burn out, so that you can stay balanced, so that you can have someone, you know, to talk to. So if you're interested in coaching with me, look at, look at my testimonies. If you want to do a discovery call, you know, I'm about getting results. You know, folk don't want to play around. If you're playing, don't email me. But if you're serious and if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, because we know God's not holding anything back from you. God's not holding, he, he's already given you all things. You know, in the quantum world, it says everything already exists. So it's you, your own thinking and your own belief, your own beliefs. And it's not judgment. It's just the truth. So that's fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I think that is it. So I'm going to get in my professor mode. Let me take a deep breath in. I'm going to say a prayer. Holy Spirit, God, download the wisdom that I, that people need to hear. Speak through me to this wonderful audience. Amen. And so it is. So I'm going to be your relationship therapist. And y'all should see all these pieces of paper that I've gotten. Uh, so I'm going to start with number one, you're wired for love. God created you in love. God is love. Y your normal state is love and well-being. 
So in my own life, I'm just going to be honest and upfront. Uh, there were many times that I stayed in friendships too long. I was codependent. I was the person you could call any time of night. I didn't have any boundaries. I felt like I had to rescue and enable people. Uh, like I said, I was extremely codependent. I was really afraid to really share how I felt. Where did that come from? I'm going to tell you. So I stayed in friendships too long. <clears throat> when it came to love, I, you know, I, I, I chose relationships where I did most of the giving I, some of the, you know, most of the giving in all areas, y'all read between the lines. Uh, when I saw the red flags, I stayed in it because I was starving for love. You can tell when you, when you see something in your partner, but you still stay in it. I hear a lot of women say, well, I've just invested too much. I've never been in a, in a domestic violence situation or a verbally abusive situation, but I have been in emotional situations like, like neglect, etc. I've been in relationships where the man was, was, was married. He wasn't married. He was living with someone and I was his side chick. And and, and looking back on that, <clears throat> sometimes I have to apologize to my little girl. Y'all know who my little girl is. I'm not talking about Angel either, my inner child who, who, who would whisper to me, that doesn't feel right. And so, uh, so I understand about, you know, intimate relationships. When I married my husband, this voice came to me and I realized it was God who said, don't do it. So I went to him and I said, Marion, I heard this voice and it said, don't do it. So since he was 20 years older than me, I respected and honor him. I didn't know that that was my own intuition, God speaking to me. And he said, girl, that ain't nobody but the devil. And I believed him. So I'm just sharing all of that up front because I'm going to be laying down some cold, hard truth to you. So I know what it's like to even choose jobs and have relationship, choose, have a relationship with a job that's beneath me. I remember I had a master's degree and I was working at IBM as an admin. Nothing wrong with that. But I had a relationship with that position because of how I felt about myself. So let's talk about <clears throat> why we choose relationships. I'm talking to about friendships, connections, you know, we're wired for it, marriage and single people. So this is a therapeutic part of it. But let me just say 50% of all people who get married in the U.S. will get divorced. Why is that they will get divorced or separated? Why is that? And can we change that? What about people who are divorced, but right now you're feeling isolated? You don't have a sense of belonging. You're kind of numb to love. 
you 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 you're detached from it you are emotionally unavailable i said to somebody in my neighborhood i, I hope don't nobody hear me say this i don't think my neighborhood listens as a matter of fact nobody really knows in my neighborhood kind of what i do maybe one person and so i said to him i said uh, why don't you get married again he's oh conscious i've been there and done that and when he said that, I thought, but you still need love. It may not mean marriage, but, but you know, we, we still need love. I heard a pastor say, uh, there was a verse in the Bible, I can't remember which one it was, but it says that when you have intimacy with the spirit, it's like God, God's attention, affection, and gaze, G-A-Z-E, is upon you. You know, when you have a little baby and you hold that baby and you're gazing at it, you're connecting with it. So we are wired for a connection. So let me just explain to you why we've been making the choices we've been making. We're wired for it, but when you grow up in your homes, I've been through this, you grow up in what we call family systems. And that just simply means each family has a different system that becomes your belief system. Maybe dysfunctional family systems where uh, you have a lot of secrets, where you don't really talk about feelings, uh, you don't have any boundaries going on. Maybe your mom and dad were not there for you emotionally. Mama was work. Maybe daddy was an alcoholic or he worked all of the time and you literally raised yourself. Maybe you grew up in a family system where you were criticized. I say if you were criticized, you would become critical. See, we carry all of this stuff with us. They say that by the time we are seven or eight, our core beliefs are already formed. Can you believe that? Uh, judgment, uh, no communication, no fun, rigidity, low self-esteem, you know, all kinds of things. So those become family systems. Or maybe you grew up in a family where um, there was, uh no discipline you could just do whatever the whatever you wanted to do that maybe you had a sense of belonging or you didn't have a sense of belonging you know my laws hierarchy of needs says a sense of belonging is right down there after food and shelter and some of you don't have a sense of belonging i've been there you know isolated not connected, you know, you were born for a connection. Or maybe you grew up in a family that was open to a lot of secrets or the truth was allowed, or maybe you were in denial, or maybe there was psychological or, or emotional or physical abuse. All of that are what we call family systems that produces stuff like you know, low self-esteem, how you value and honor yourself, what is truth to you. Uh, if you saw your daddy cheating, you developed um, a belief that you can't trust men. 
everybody got that. If you saw your mom being abused, you didn't know it, but it was being tattooed on your soul that it's okay for a woman to be treated that way. So maybe you took more stuff than you should have in your marriage. I've seen so many women who, whose father was an alcoholic and they say, I would never, ever a date or marry an alcoholic and they end up being attracted to an alcoholic, even though at that time he may not have been drinking. And the, the, the statistics on that are amazing. Why is that? Because whatever is normalized in your family system, you will attract to you. That's all I'm going to say about it. Now, you guys have heard me say, uh, a lot of people say, well, I want to talk about manifestation. The reason that manifestation many times does not happen quicker is because of your core beliefs. And that comes from your family systems. So some of the rules in the family system is what you doing, what you doing feeling that way? Don't feel. So you hold your feelings in. You sure don't talk about your problems. You don't trust anybody. And how sad and how hard and how lonely and how disconnected is it when you don't trust anybody, relationships are built on, uh, on trust, not love. Uh, you don't know how to have fun. You don't know how to change. You feel stuck, etc. So y'all need to go back and really Google, come off of social media, Google characteristics of dysfunctional families. Google codependency google adult children of alcoholics or adult children of dysfunctional families because in these relationships as an adult you are taking who you are and you're not even aware that that's what you're doing but how can you tell repeated patterns you're always the victim you're always the one who gives the most. You're, all, you're the go-to person. Don't know how to set boundaries. Really afraid to stand in all of who you are. And I could go on and on and on, but I'm going to give you some solution. So your, your family system is the reason why you've been making the choices you've been making as an adult. So... I'm going to say to anybody who's engaged or thinking about getting engaged, you need to get pre-marital counseling first. I'm saying, because some of the stuff I'm going to share with you today, uh, you really need to take a look at it. So I'm going to deal with relationships first. I'm going to deal with marriage. So these are some reasons that folk are getting uh, uh, divorced or separated. Lack of commitment, don't know how to deal with conflict. Uh, irretrievably breakdowns in a relationship. I heard Dr. Phil say, if a couple can learn to deal with conflict, they can make it. Uh, infidelity, uh, lack of physical intimacy, communication problems, uh, realization that you guys have different values or morals. I remember one couple, uh, couple I was dating 
And that's why you got to talk about money and values. She was a sex Fifth Avenue girl. He was Walmart. So that may seem like, well, Constance, what's wrong with that? That's a belief system around money. It's a belief system. She was thinking abundance. That's how she had grew up. And he was thinking savings, cheap. Uh, why she got to spend all this money. And of course, that relationship did not last. Uh, alcohol addiction. One parent not carrying all of their weight, financial problems, marrying too young, etc. I'm going to say also unrealistic expectation. See, especially as women, we've been programming, find your prince charming. You know, I've heard women say, if I could just get married, Constance, then I would be happy when we know that not one person can meet all of your needs. Only God, only intimacy with the spirit can do that. I'm going to say any unresolved childhood issue. That is so big, but and I'm not going to spend any time on it. Maybe looking to your partner for outside validation. We're talking about why people don't stay together. You cannot forgive or forget. That's a whole nother program. Sex too soon. I tell ladies, why would you have sex with somebody and you just met them? You don't know them. You, you know, you're valuable. You're honorable who you are, you know, because the Bible says that when you're intimate, you become one. And women, we're already emotional creatures. And so, you know, maybe sex too soon, started your family too soon, jealousy, all of that stuff. So let me talk a little bit about, so, so we know why we make the choices we make, why divorces or, or separation happens. But let me give you just a little teaching on, on what you need to know. I'm talking about male-female relationships. I know there are others. So that you could understand your partner better. I need to go to break, but I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit longer. So just kind of understanding the differences in men and women. Y'all know it's a difference, right? <laughs> So I used to do a teaching many years ago on his needs, her needs, and it listed just the different needs of a man and a woman. And when I got married, I didn't know any of this. So his needs, they say the research search shows number one need of a man is sexual fulfillment. Number one need of a woman is affection. Stop right there. You see the difference? Affection, guys, is not the same thing as sexual fulfillment. Second need in a man is recreational companionship. Somebody to go to the game with, go golfing, talking about his wife, have fun with, etc. Second need of a woman is conversation or communication. Do guys talk a lot? Absolutely not. You ask the guy, how, you, how was your day today? Good. How was work? Great. How's everything going? It's going good. And you ask a woman, how was everything today? Oh, it was so good. You know, I met Constance for lunch and we had such a good time. You know, I haven't seen her in months. And, you know, we just go on and on. So, guys, 
You're going to have to communicate more. Okay, third need of a man, don't y'all get mad at me. Men are moved by what they see and attractive spouse who keeps herself up, whatever that means. And then uh, third need of a woman is honesty and openness because we want to talk, we, we want to know what you did, what's going on. Fourth need of a man is domestic support. That means it's important for men. I know this is old school, you know, men like a nice house, a nice environment. They say the woman creates the atmosphere. And then the fourth need of a woman is financial commitment. I mean, we just don't function well when stuff is not right financially. Uh, this fifth need is so interesting for a man is admiration or respect. What does that mean? That a man really needs a woman that will admire, respect, look up to him. And ladies, if you marry someone, which I'm going to talk about, who's not working, a man doesn't feel great about himself, who doesn't have money, who's struggling, who living in his mama's basement. Sometimes a woman may not be able to respect and or admire him. And then lastly, for the woman, she needs a family commitment. What is this all about? We want the relationship defined, et cetera. So you see that. So, so, so that's his needs, her needs. And, and my phone is ringing. <laughs> so I guess it is time, you know, for me to go to commercial break. So, so, so can you just see how not understanding uh, the needs of a woman and the needs of a man can really set you up for not really being able to have a loving, and I'm not saying it won't be, uh, 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 excuse me, any adjusting issues, but it don't have to be a lot of drama. So when I come back, I'm going to talk about the, the differences in men and women, and then what you can do to really begin connecting, having uh, maintaining and sustaining a great relationship because it's the will of God, people, for us to have love, be in love, be connected. So maybe you're saying like my neighbor, I ain't interested in that. Okay, but you need connection. So for all of my single people who are listening, this is a great and valuable lesson for you is something else. So I want you to stay tuned and I'm going to be right back. Okay, everybody stay tuned. Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified success life coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies, projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Okay, guys, I'm back. And you know what I realized? <laughs> I'm going to have to do part two of this because it's it's so much and it's so 
in depth. Uh, and that's what I'm going to have to do. So I'll do part two of the next couple of weeks. And something else that I need to do, I need to remind all of you, uh, you know, since in relationships, money and finances, next to sex and intimacy, communication, money is, is in the top three reasons that couples don't stay together. And, you know, you guys know I'm collaborating with Jaden Sterling. And it's so interesting because this week I had a conversation with a friend of mine and she has allowed me to share this. And so um, she's been married for like 30 or 40 years. And uh, during a lot of that time, she did not work. So when her husband retired, they just did not have enough money to live on. So she got into investing. I mean, this woman is a real researcher, you know, those kind. She was researching and she joined groups and, and all of that because she knew that she needed more money. Can anybody relate? And so she told me yesterday, she said, it took her like six years to really start getting money flowing. And I was telling her about my collaboration with Jaden and how anyone who subscribes and becomes a member that he is he will actually do a 20 minute session with you and she said I can't imagine because she listened to my show she said I can't imagine sitting down and talking to a multi-multi-millionaire who is a master in the area of stocks and then him guiding, directing, and telling you, this is what you do. No, do more of this, buy this, purchase this, et cetera. She said, well, we could have gotten uh, at the level that we are, that took us six years, a lot quicker. We were working with Jaden. And so, of course, now they are really establishing everything. So you guys know the last time he was on my show, he talked about this powerful software program that he's designed and he's made investing really easy for you. And it, it will tell you, I was just on the, on the website the other day, it's going to tell you how to find stocks based on your own values and your own risk score. Isn't, isn't that good? You don't have to guess. You don't have to wonder. It tells you when to buy, when to sell, when to hold and or avoid. And if you don't know this, you've heard me say this maybe 20 million times, a master can tell you in 20 minutes uh, what it took him 20 years to learn. Now he's helped all these other folk become multimillionaires. Why not you? So, uh, I want you to go to his uh, website, sterlingstockpicker.com. You have a 14-day free trial. You can scroll, check it out, see what you think about. I mean, Jaden has everything on that website. And then to have the opportunity to have a 20-minute session. How many of y'all know a multimillionaire? I want to say multi-multi. <laughs> but anyway... Um, Go ahead and, and do that. It's a matter of, of really elevating yourself to a high vibration. Sterling Stock Picker, 
P-I-C-K-E-R.com. I, I needed to say that uh, because money is one of the big reasons that couples really don't make it. So essentially, we know that what? That we all come from family systems. And unless we, number one, awaken to them, become aware of our patterns and heal, most of us are going to make dysfunctional choices uh, in, in friendships, in, in intimate marriage, and in just relationships, period. I had somebody told me the other day, I just, I just don't trust anybody. She's just in her 20s. And I said to her, how lonely and isolating that must be for you. And uh, we were never created by God. We were created to be connected and a sense of belonging. So, you know, we need to identify, awaken, and then we need to get the healing that we need. I also said, if you are a couple and you are about, you're engaged and you're about to be married, you need premarital counseling so that you can find out who this person is and really deal with the day-to-day -day difficult issues. Uh, I did marriage counseling for 10 years. So if anybody's interested, you can email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. But let's have a little fun, all right? So we're going to talk about the difference between men and women. So what are we doing? We're gaining an understanding and learning how to accept. This, this gives you the advantage because most people never deal with this. All right, so let's talk about men first. I love you guys. So these are some of the characteristics of a man. A man's sense of self is defined through his ability to achieve results through success. You know, they're very goal-oriented and accomplishment. So achieving goals and being successful to a man proves his competence. And it really makes him feel great about himself. I've heard men tell me when I was doing my male groups, Constance, if I don't have any money in my pocket or if I'm not, if I'm not really accomplished anything, I don't feel great about myself. So, so, so I've been there where I was dating a man who was unemployed. I know stuff happened. I'm not judging, but I'm saying for years at a time, it really messes with their mind. All right. So um, he feels a man feels great when he accomplishes his goals. Sometimes men, they just like to kind of accomplish things on their own. Uh, they're not going to talk about their problems <laughs> unless they're really speaking expert advice, asking for help. Because when when they ask for help, come on, guys, I love you. Some men see that as a sign of weakness. That's why if you travel with a man in a car like I was the other day, and you know they're going the right way. Ladies, don't say, why don't you ask for directions? He's not going to do that because he wants to figure it out on his own. Uh, a man's self-esteem, as I said, is career-oriented. He has to feel purposeful, etc. cetera. Uh, a lot of men, and I'm not saying everybody, but even Simon T. Bailey talked about this last week. Men feel devastated by failure and financial setbacks. You know, and, and they not going, 
they're not going to even talk about money. Many times if they have money issues, they just go in the man cave. Y'all know what the man cave is. And they ain't coming out and ladies, don't you go in because they feel like if I can't fix this, if I can't handle this, then I'm a failure. So ladies, you have to understand your man. I mean, just that information alone. Okay, men, it's your time. Women, we love uh, and value communication. We want to talk, 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 talk. There was a research study done, and it was looking at children in, in child care. And the little girls talked. It was something like 50% more than the little boys. And that still happens when we are grown. So, you know, we are defined through our feelings and the quality of relationships. We love connecting. We love connecting with our girlfriends. We love supporting, nurturing, and helping each other. We're going to be the ones to volunteer. We're more sensitive, and we get our fulfillment from sharing and, and, and really just relating to other folks. All right. Communication is important to us. Like I said, we want to talk about it. We want to share. If we get hurt, we're like, oh, my God, how can he do that to me? Or if we're excited, can you believe I got um, a promotion? We want to talk, share. That's the way God made us. Um, unlike men, we're going to reach out for help. We see it as a strength. I'm going to ask for help. I feel like I've been struggling with this, et cetera. All right. What else about us? Um, whereas men are more occupied with money, et cetera, you know, we're more occupied with relationships and connection and communication. So you see how just that little bit, if we can begin to understand the differences, then we can respond to our partners differently. Now, we know we're talking generally men are more logical and analytical and rational, whereas women, we're more intuitive, holistic, creative, and integrative. We can walk into a room and we can say, something not right about him. And her, and her husband may say, what you talking about? You know, we're just more intuitive. Um, men have a more difficult time uh, sharing their own feelings, uh, just like Simon said, they are taught to be vulnerable and open. And so when men have a problem, what do they do? They go into that man cave, etc. And what I have found is that men are really, once they have a safe place that they can go and share, they are really more vulnerable and dependent on relationships that many women are. And that's why when, when a man loves, he's going to love you deeply. When he makes a decision to love, he's going to love deeply. Women are much more in touch with, with, with a larger range of feelings. Uh, we don't hold stuff in as much as men do. And, and we share our stuff. So when a woman comes to a man with a problem, we just want him to listen. But men are created where they want to fix. Okay, you need to do more of this. You need to do less of that, et cetera, because they want to 
approach the problem, solve it, and we just want you to listen to us. All right, so this is what I found in my practice. The most frequent complaint that men have about a woman is she always trying to change him. Ladies, you cannot change anybody. You can't even change some areas in your own life. So acceptance, when you try to change a man, it makes him feel, well, what's wrong with me? Who I am is not good enough. I tell women, a man don't want to be intimate with his teacher, his preacher, or his coach. Ask me how I know. <laughs> or his coach. I was dating this guy, and uh, I was giving some of my coaching expertise. And he said, baby, you're not my coach. You're my woman. You know, and so ladies, we have to really, really watch that. And so the more you complain, you need to do more of this, less of that, you know, they don't really listen. So, so when a woman tries to improve or correct, y'all know we're good at that, or give advice to a man, many times a man feel like that. What's wrong with me? Doesn't she know that I'm competent, et cetera? And I tell women, you talk too much. You're not the Holy Spirit. Allow accept and believe that any change that needs to come in that into his life and that doesn't mean that you can't say anything that the spirit is there to change change that all right and what else do i want to say i think that uh, this really needs to change sometimes men think that all the housework and the domestic work is with the woman uh etc and all of that has really changed and so if you're in a relationship understanding, I'm not going to talk about it today, but even the love language, does your man show you love by service? He washes the car, he, 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 he uh, gets the oil change, he does the yard, you know, or, or maybe he shows you love through gifts and and all of that. So you need to clearly understand that. You got to understand yourself first. All right. Um, when you're talking to a man, ladies, your tone and, and how you say what you say. And when you say what you say is really, really important. Men, women, we need to receive care understanding, devotion, validation, and reassurance. I remember once uh, this guy had been married to this woman and she said, Constance, he never tells me that he loves me. And he said, well, I bought our house, a car. I'm providing food. I'm taking care of the kids. What else does she want? What she wanted was reassurance, validation, and devotion. And because we are really motivated when we feel cherished, uh, when we feel loved, etc. That's just the makeup of how God made us. I believe that men tend to need to feel accepted, like I said, admired. Uh, they love encouragement. Baby, you, I love the way you take care of, of me and the children, etc. And 
and I, I just think this is the last thing I'm gonna say about this. A man's deepest fear is that he's not good enough or not competent, competent enough to his woman because men love to be needed. They need to find something to do. So what does all of this look like? So it looks like, like I said, that we all are wired for love. We all have stuff we need to deal with. So the first thing that I would tell you to do would be to get the help that you need. Where is the help? The help is on the inside, your body, soul, and spirit. A lot of people say, well, I got God. I don't need no help. So you see, I, I, on my Facebook, I'm going too fast. On my social media, I talked about the superconscious, subconscious, and conscious. We know the subconscious runs and directs 95% of our actions and our behaviors. Superconscious is absolute, it's the spirit, it's God, it's perfect. And we know the conscious is, you know, our five senses. So we only utilize 5% of our conscious to make decisions, our aspirations, you know, I really have a dream of traveling to Europe. Uh, one of my aspirations is to get my master's degree. That is your conscious mind. So your subconscious mind is really the bridge between your desire, your aspirations, tapping into that superconscious which is where everything is housed, the spiritual realm, the quantum realm. And so it is when you heal your soul, what is your soul? Your mind, your will, your emotion, emotions, I got that out, your past, your memories, everything that's happened to you in those family systems and you shift and change them to I am lovable, you know, I am deserving of love. Once you heal and shift and change those belief systems and core ways of thinking and paradigms, you will begin to attract men and or women in your life who are healthy. Now, one of my mentors, Pastor B. O'Reilly, who was a genius in the area of addiction, codependency, and counseling, he used to just say, when he's a mess emotionally and she's a mess emotionally, when you come together, it's going to be a big mess. And so you don't want to go into a relationship really just wounded, carrying a lot of baggage because that person cannot fix what's happening with you. I had a man, he said, Constance, I've given her everything. A million dollar house, a beautiful Jaguar, uh, uh, some kind of special pool, traveling all over the world. Girlfriend don't have to work and, and she's still not happy. I said, all of those things are outside things. Until she heals her soul, 
And, and you know, that's just so much responsibility to put on another human being. Until she heals herself, there's nothing that he could do to really make her happy. And so my, my, I guess my plea today with you is to make a decision that I'm just sick and tired of all of this stuff, all of this past baggage, all of this hindering my manifestation. It even impacts your um, professional life. You may get a job, you may get a promotion. And then you say, well, you know, I don't trust people. So your family system says, don't trust. Don't tell any secrets, hold everything on the inside, etc." So you carry those family system beliefs on your job. I had a client who was doing a million dollar joint venture. Everything was done. See, he was used to being isolated and doing everything by himself. Everything was done. Uh, he went to the attorney to close the deal. He said, well, I don't know. I just don't trust these folks. So that's not God keeping anything from him. That is himself. And so I don't know. Y'all know my personal story, but I just got sick and tired of, of, of the same stuff showing up every year, I would say, this is my year. This is my year. And the year went by and the same thing happened. Why? Because all change, all manifestation comes from the inside out. Whatever you dwell on, think on, feel and believe whatever you hold in your imagination, whatever your dominant way of thinking and feeling about love, we're talking about love today, that's what you're going to attract to you. So if you don't feel worthy, if you're real needy, if you're starving for love, if you just got out of one relationship and you just write in, in, in another one, if you're in a relationship because you don't feel or don't want to feel lonely, Pastor Powers told me, he said, never be in a relationship because you feel lonely, because you're going to be needy with the other person. And so it is June, everybody. What new decisions can you make around your own mental healing, your own inner healing? And, you know, I realize that I don't really talk about therapy and all of that as much, but I'm going to because I'm seeing the struggle in the lives of people who are trying to manifest when in fact, if you would just heal those broken places in your life, you're really creating the space for love. I got a client right now. She know who she is. I'm going to have her on the show. I mean, this woman, she said, Constance, I'm tired. We coach twice a week. That's what she wanted. Man, she is shifting and changing and awakening and healing. I mean, she is going all the way in. And you know, her money's changing. It has to. 
her relationships are changing, the view of how she sees herself, her future is changing. Because when you shift and change paradigms, when your mindset changes, when your mindset of who you are changes, then your relationships will change. I remember with me for about a decade, I only dated wealthy men. What was my paradigm? My paradigm was if I'm going to have money, I have to marry it. I didn't know subconsciously that's what my paradigm was. But when I when I identified within myself the fear of lack, when I identified my own stuff, then I could manifest my own money. Pastor Powers used to jokingly say, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Because so you know everybody who you meet, they're wealthy. And that looked really good from the outside, but it was really because of my own fear and my own unhealed soul in that particular area. Of course, that's been a couple of decades ago. So I'm saying to you, it is the will of God for you to have love. We're wired for it, as I said at the beginning. Um, there are 7 billion people in the world. Correct me, somebody, maybe a little bit more now. Surely there is one person for you. If you're already married in a relationship, go over what I shared over and over and over again. I have a mantra. When you change yourself, you change the relationship. The only person that you can change is you change yourself, change the relationship. Wow, this has been so good. Wow, I think so at least. I'm going to listen to it over and over again. Share this with a friend who you know might be struggling in relationship, your friend, your co-worker, uh, and, and if your spouse is open, if your partner is open, sit down and you guys go over this and take notes and maybe he can say, well, you see, I understand you a little bit better now. Or maybe she can say, okay, I get you a little bit more. Now I understand why you're not communicating. And you guys can come together in a very healthy way and really live and manifest an amazing life. So these are my tips from your therapist in the area of relationships. I think that's it, everybody. Uh, visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Uh, and if this show is blessing you, remember to make your financial donation. You can use Zelle, Cash App, or PayPal. Just go to Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And I think that is it. I love all of you. I want you to live a happy, abundant, prosperous, and uh, deeply in love, joyful. You know, the word enjoy, E-N-J-O-Y, is N-I-N, joy, J-O-Y. So make a decision that this week you're going to be happy, joyful, and, and live in that spirit of gratitude. All right, everybody, I make a decision to have a great week. 
uh, email me at constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Let me know how this show is shifting and changing your life. Uh, God bless you and have a great week. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com.